the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2020. Our originally scheduled MaxLawCon speaker, Bernard Nomberg, presented live to the Maximum Lawyer Guild community. And today we share his talk on going live. Let's get to it. I'm Bernard Nomberg with the Nomberg Law Firm in Birmingham, Alabama. I've been a Max Law member for, uh, I guess, three years now, however long they've had it, and attended the previous uh, conferences and just loved them. And and I've just got, I can't say enough good things about Tyson, Jim, I'm a little suspect on, but uh, no, I love those guys to death and what they've created here. And I want to thank you guys. Uh, They invited me to speak at this year's conference, but this is the next best thing since we're not having it. But what my topic is, is talking about Facebook Live. When we decided about four years ago to start going live, we, we took a few months actually to figure out how we were gonna do it, what we were gonna do, our format, wh- who our audience was. There's just so many things that you have to take into consideration. But before we even got to that, we wanted to figure out what's our topic? What's our way of presenting it? Well, the first couple of episodes that we did we're just about workers' compensation law. That's the main focus of our practice. Well, we quickly realized when two lawyers start talking about one specific area of the law, it is a snooze fest unless you have that same type of case and being represented by a lawyer. Nobody really wants to hear lawyers talking about lawyerly things for more than five minutes. So we learned from our first few episodes that we needed to pivot and we needed to pivot very quickly or it was not gonna go where we wanted it to go. So what we decided to do was instead of focusing on our firm and focusing on what we do, we're focusing on others. We're focusing on experts in the industry. We wanted to to figure out how we could kind of separate ourselves from our competition. We don't do TV, we don't do billboards, but we can do internet hopefully as very well as, as, as we possibly can. So we came up with Nomberg Law Live. Nomberg Law Live is a weekly show on Tuesdays that at 10 o'clock we've been doing, I think we've done about 160 or 170 episodes, so more than three years. Haven't had anybody duplicate just yet. We may be headed there, but many of the Max Law 
members have been my guests and there's it's a long list and i'll show you in a few minutes guys this is not a comprehensive it's not everything it's just the highlights so the why and the what we determined the theme and the topic so the theme and the way we're doing this it's about almost 30 minutes or so per show we're highlighting our guests and one of my taglines is interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise and our subjects have ranged from yoga instructors, athletic directors at major Southeastern Conference universities, uh, presidents, uh, not presidents, but uh, department heads at universities who are professors. Of course, we've had lawyers. I've had high school kids. I've had college kids, sports anchors, lots and lots of different segments of society dealing with cancer diagnosis. You name the topic, we've probably covered it or we will cover it. The last one that I did two weeks ago was with a local store owner who has a, a it's Jim Reed's Books and Museum of Memories or Treasures. And it's the most unbelievable bookstore I've ever been in. And it's books and it's tchotchkes and it's keepsakes. And just Jim just led us into his world for 30 minutes and I was mesmerized and all kind of great feedback. Not all of the episodes are as engaging as Jim Reed in his bookstore. Some of them can be quite, quite dry, but so we have to, we have to cut those down a little bit shorter and some are, some are longer, but we can't, we've come up with an agenda, a, a content uh, calendar, if you will, where I plan it out. I've got lined up on my calendar all the way into August. So this is May, so that's I've got June and I've got July and parts of August already covered. And we start promoting through Facebook events uh, a few weeks out. And I'll show you those things in, in just a few minutes. But as you're going through your content creation, maybe you're creating, maybe you're coming up with themes. Maybe one month you concentrate on mental health and physical health and well-being. Maybe one month you concentrate on, it could be as a theme of, of taking vacations in the summer and all the concerns that you may have. There's just a whole, there's a never ending list, but you got to come up with what, how you want to present and what you want to present. I think that, and be consistent about it. As you're going through your interview process, practice before you actually go live. Facebook has a way Zoom, all of these presenting platforms has a way for you to practice offline so that you're not out there and the public is seeing you doing your practicing. Many times, even before I did that, I just used my iPhone and recorded myself. I put it on a simple tripod and just recorded five and 10 minute segments. I still don't like the way I look on, on, on that, but it's, you know, I'll just deal with it. But the more you practice like anything else, the better you get with it. And when you're finally ready to show your presentation, to have your first show, you need to promote the heck out of it in the months and weeks leading up to it. And it may be that your mom or your dad is your only audience member first, or you could have 50 or 60 people. You never know, and I still don't know, but a lot of it is determined by who my guest is and whether they have a big following, whether they have a nice, uh, a large audience on social media. And you'll eventually, you'll learn how to promote your show using their social media by tagging them or having them retweet or, or tag or repost 
and everybody's different because everybody's privacy settings are different. Everybody's approach to these things. Some people will do an awesome job of helping you promote. Others won't do a single thing. So you're not going to start by having a huge audience to begin with. I still have shows where there's only a couple of people on there. I don't care about that. It's getting the content out and then you can repurpose the content. So the why and the what, and again, I'm not going to be reading through these. Y'all can read this later on. Becca can share this out uh, through the guild. And again, I'm just going to keep talking. So if y'all have questions, field them to Becca and we can, I can answer them as we go along. How? How may be one of the more difficult things because you got to figure out the technology. If you don't know how to deal with the technology, educate yourself. Go to YouTube and start watching videos or go to the websites for the different companies you may be using. Like if you subscribe to Zoom or BlueJeans or whatever platform. Now, if you're going to have a guest on and they're not live with you in the physical space with you, then you're going to need a third party to be able to push it live. And that's where Zoom, BlueJeans and other competitors come in. And we'll get into that in just a minute. But if you're going to have either just yourself doing this, or you may have a guest sitting next to you live with you, then you can just go live straight to Facebook and do it that way. So that you have to decide how your format, and I've done it uh, all different ways. I've gone to people's offices locally here in town, or I've had, and most of them are done either through, I used to use blue jeans quite a bit, but I've gone to Zoom. It seems a lot more uh, trusting. Uh, they've put, hopefully they've dealt with all their security issues, but I have less issues, less problems pushing it live with Zoom than I do Blue Jeans or some of the competitors. So you have to, there's a lot of prep work that goes into this before you actually start uh, doing your show, but you got to figure out your platform. You also have to figure out what device you're going to be using. Many, many episodes I have done just using my iPhone. If you're out and about, it doesn't take anything more than an iPhone and maybe let me see if I even have it with me. I have one of my tripods, but you can find a whole host of tripods that are less than 50 bucks that are completely usable and, and great to, to, to just, they, they break down and you put them in your satchel, or your backpack or whatever you use and you're good to go. But whatever device you use, whether it's your desktop, laptop, tablet, iPhone, whatever it is, it's got to have a good microphone and it's got to have a good audio and as, excuse me, video. And you got to have some good lighting. Now, I, obviously, I have a virtual background behind me. I'm not outdoors. That's our building where our office is located. But in front of me and behind my camera is just a, a cheap spotlighting. Again, I got it at Office Depot. I think it was 20 bucks. So your lighting doesn't need to be behind you because it'll create the halo effect. Use natural lighting as best that you can when you can. And you want to be facing the windows if you have natural lighting, not with it to your, your back. Because again, all it will do was blur you out or darken you, and you might have the background. Depends on the time of the day and the lighting. But lighting, microphone, and video. Those are some of the key things that you need to have together when you're doing your practicing. Get somebody in your office or get a family member at home and practice with them. They might enjoy the, the attention a little bit. Plus, you get to practice uh, with what you're doing and just come up. I don't, I don't script these. Uh, I did it at the beginning, but I just found that it was very much a formula. I felt like Frankenstein, just, you know, it's just the free flow of conversation always seems to work best. Now, I may do a little homework on my subjects because I don't know them all, and I don't want to sound like I'm uninformed. So I have 
uh, little note cards in front of me that may have some bullet points or some key things or reminders. Hey, you got to remember to push record uh, if you don't have it automatically set, or you got to go off of the live stream before you go off of the Zoom feed, because that really will mess you up if you don't. There's just lots of little nuances that once you get practicing these, it becomes a lot more, it's like anything else, it just becomes a lot more natural to you. Let's see, if I covered all the hows, let's see, I think I've covered most of the hows, and there's two pages of hows. And again, here's where you're going live, and you'll just go step by step uh, instructions, and that's why we've put it up this way, and that's why I'm not going to read this whole thing to you. I don't want anybody else to fall asleep while we're doing this. But the how part uh, shows you that really it's kind of a step-by-step -step on how to do this. And, and I want to thank Emily, who's on here, one of our paralegals. She has put together uh, this for us. Again, you're identifying which platform or group you want to be broadcasting to. You don't have to just do this through Facebook. You can do this through YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn. There's all each of these social media platforms now, depending on the type of service that you subscribe to with them, whether it's free or paid service, each of them has its own different formats about allowing you to go on live video. I'm just talking about Facebook, but I heard Nancy Maryland at Indianapolis yesterday, she spoke to one of my groups talking about LinkedIn Live. And the application process takes weeks, if not months, even over a year to be approved for that, for LinkedIn. They're just rolling it out, but it's different than Facebook. It's different from YouTube, et cetera. Now, you've identified your target audience. Not many people at 10 o'clock in the middle of a Tuesday are going to be watching me because they're at work, hopefully. Who's usually watching are people who have a different work schedules or maybe flexible schedules, but we don't get most of our play live. We get most of our play when we on replay. And so in a minute, I'm going to show you our YouTube channel where all of our videos are kept. Not only are they kept in our Facebook uh, page or uh, page for our law firm, but I also cross post it to my professional page, Bernard Nomberg. It's not my personal page, but it's a professional page where most of this goes, but on YouTube. And then we rebroadcast it. We repurpose it through Twitter and Instagram and all the platforms that our firm is on. And that's where the most of the play comes in. And it's over the days and weeks and months afterward. Now, let's see. Be a friend and a host. That, that is, is so key. And that's been the hardest thing for me to how to learn. It's one thing to have a conversation with another person and get into the topic and really be focused on that. But I have two screens open while I'm doing these if I'm doing them at my desktop. And the reason why I have the second screen open is I'm monitoring our Facebook feed. I can see the guests as they come in. I can field the questions. I can add comments myself, like links to websites or things that maybe the host is referring to. And that's what's so important that when I've got people rolling in, whether they're friends of mine, colleagues, or people I don't know, as we reset the show every five to 15 minutes, I'll reintroduce the guest. And then I'll acknowledge who's rolled in. Tyson from St. Louis, thanks for rolling in uh, and spending a few minutes with us. I know you're interested in what Mitch from California, my guest, has to say about personal injury law. You know, I may know Tyson, I may know a little bit about him and throw something out there for people who are also, who are also watching may not know Tyson. 
but now I'm bringing him in, so to speak, as part of the show. So not only being a host, but being a friend to those. And if I see ugly comments or meant to be funny getting at me, I'll just ignore or delete those. It's supposed to be a positive experience for the guest uh, and not a complaint session about me. <laughs> they can do that offline or later on. So that's the, that's the who. Let's see. Let me keep rolling down here. And when? Admittedly, 10 o'clock on a Tuesday is a terrible time, but there is no perfect time. You know, we can't all be primetime, 7 o'clock on a Thursday night. That's my childhood. That's when all the best shows were on TV. So you got to pick a time and you got to be consistent with it. And you got to pound it and pound it and pound it when for your uh, social, in your social media. So the audiences will know. People know because we've been doing this for three years. If for whatever reason we're five minutes late in starting, I'm getting a text or I'm getting messages. Hey, what? where are you? And that's because you're building a consistency with your audience. They know that Nomberg Law Live is going to be at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays, 10 o'clock Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, every Tuesday. And that's why that's how we've been able to do this for the last three years. So like I said, from a win, you really have got to be consistent and you've got to promote the heck out of it. You really do. Hey, guys, it's Becca here. I'm sure you've heard Jim and Tyson mention the Guild on the podcast and in the Facebook group. That's because we're seeing some really exciting things happening with Guild members and their businesses. The Guild is this perfect mix of a community, group coaching, and a mastermind. Inside, you'll gain support, tap into a network of connections, and continue learning, a common theme among successful entrepreneurs. There are so many benefits inside the Guild, including weekly live events and discounts to all Maximum Lawyer events. Head over to MaximumLawyer.com forward slash the Guild to check out all of the benefits and watch a few testimonials from current members. Investing in a community is like the self-care of business ownership. Being in a community with other people who get it is crucial when you're creating a rock-solid foundation to build your business on, one that's strong enough to withstand setbacks, transitions, and growth. So head to MaximumLawyer.com and click on the Guild page to join us. Now, let's get back to the episode. All right, now we're going to go over to the Facebook page. This is my professional page, and this is not my private page, but this is where our, as I scroll down through here, these are other shows that we've done. I'm doing a whole bunch of different shows. I don't mean to confuse you guys, but we're also doing a series of shows twice a week about how different segments of society is dealing with the pandemic. So I've done a series of these, and here's some of the ones that we've done with bankruptcy, small business, home, et cetera. That's not my normal show. That's not Nomberg Law Live. This is something completely different, only dealing with the pandemic. Now, I wanted to show you what one of the Nomberg Law Live looks like. Well, here's how I promote it right here. Let me pull this up. Let's see. This is one of the events with Jim Reed from a few weeks ago. If you want to put comments in here, you can. You put as much information as you can. You try to tag your guest. See where I've tagged Jim's store. Now, guys, I may be a little bit all over the place, but there's so much to share here. But I want to go back and show you the events section of my professional page, which is different than your personal page. Here is the upcoming events that I've created, and we've already sent invites out. And when I say invites, anybody who's in your contacts list in Facebook, I send, I target different ones, but that's who it, it is. Let's see, hold on just a second. You can see 
you can see upcoming events that we've created, and then you can see all the past events, and these are all the ones every week that have already rolled through. And that's what's so great about the, pub, the, the professional or public page. It allows you to create these events and invite people out. And a lot of times I'll hit my friends who are in the Max Law who I know that the subject matter may be uh, something of interest to them. So let me go back to the page. I want to show you what an example of one of the uh, videos looks like. And then I'm going to show you the YouTube. Then I'm going to be quiet and see if there's any questions out there. So all of these are just the different, different ones that we've been doing. And here we go. Bakari Sellers, who you guys may know of. Bakari is out of South Carolina. He's been in the House of Representatives. He's going to run for Congress. He's a lawyer. He is a fantastic storyteller. He is so relatable. You may have seen him on CNN and many other uh, public, uh, maybe MSNBC, and, and just a great guy. Well, he promoted the heck out of this. And just on Facebook alone, we had about 800 views, and I've got a ton of views on the YouTube, but he promoted it out. But this is, and you can see comments that have rolled through here. Uh, this is people live at the time seven different times it was shared out, which only increases your engagement. Now, it has nothing to do, in my opinion, with Bernard Nomberg or the Nomberg Law Firm. It has everything to do with my guest. People don't know me. They sure know Bakari Sellers. So that's what it looks like on the feed. I was doing this at the time through Blue Jeans, as you can see up here, but the Zoom logo is usually down here. And as I said, I've really, I've, I've moved full-time into Zoom. Now, Let's move over to the next screen. And I want to show you now, here's where I house all of our videos. And I don't want to get too far off of the topic, but if you guys are familiar with uh, how YouTube works, here's our page for the number of law firm. And you can pull it up. Here's all the videos just in. I've got it set up there in date order. Well, you can get lost in the hundreds of videos. So what we have done is we've created playlists. Playlists are kind of what I'll call chapters of, of like kind. We're doing a series on the coronavirus and the pandemic. So here are all of those videos. But now we're going to go down to Nomberg Law Live View Playlist. And there's 153 of them that happen to be in this playlist. So from here, here's where we house them all. And this is going back. And, and as you can see in the thumbnail is that same promo a thumbnail that we created in the event. So let me let me click on gems and just show you what the finished product on YouTube looks like without you having to hear it. But here is Jim. Here's our here's the same feed that I just downloaded from Facebook and uploaded it to YouTube. I put in all my key language and all the all the good stuff that they tell you for YouTube. And then I have shared it out to all the platforms uh, that we do but that's how you continue to get more views. That's a mouthful. And Becca, if you got any questions or anything, I'll be glad to, to chat further. Of course. I was just going to ask, when you decided to start video, I mean, was it something that you were comfortable doing already? I think a lot of people, yeah, they hesitate because they don't want to be on video. So what would you say about that? Just start. You yeah. have to just start. It, it doesn't matter how pretty you are or how well-spoken you are. You are your own person, and that's the uniqueness you bring to your show. And that's why I said I practiced many, many times just into my phone and then watched it, cringed, deleted. 
and then kept doing it. And then I got members of the firm to be my guests. And then we went live and all of a sudden, hey, I'm doing it. And then three years later, we're still doing it. And I will tell you that that has been probably our biggest marketing tool in the last three years and changed the dynamics of our practice. Not just being a member of Max Law, where we've learned from so many experts in this now, what over 3,000, I think when I joined, there were less than 200, but it has just exploded. And there's so many awesome resources in Max Law. And I applaud, as a side note, applaud Jim and, and Tyson all the time about it. But that's been one, if, if not our biggest marketing tool is doing this show. And for the first six months that we were doing it, we're just, why are we doing this? It takes up so much time. Well, we're not going to stop doing it, even though it takes up so much time, because uh, about a third of my practice is now social media and digital marketing. We don't outsource. Most of it is not outsourced. Our, our SEO guy, we outsource that kind of stuff to him. But all of this stuff is done in-house with me, and I don't have hundreds and thousands of dollars of equipment. It, it really can be done on a budget. But before you get into that, you have to just decide yourself that you're going to do it. Absolutely. And I think that's great for other people to hear too. Like you said, for six months, I mean, to some people, that's a long time. You really question, should you be doing this? And you should, because look where it got you. So that's really great. It is, Becca, it is. And I've heard this many times by much more experienced and much smarter uh, marketers and lawyers who do this. It is not a sprint by any stretch of the imagination. It is a marathon and it has to build over and over. And you'll see lawyers like Mitch Jackson, who sets the gold standard, and you guys all know Mitch. He's been doing this for 25, 30 years. And you go look at his followers and subscribers and friends on the various platforms, and he knows, I mean, he wrote the book. That's where you ought to start if you want to learn about social media as a whole for lawyers. And what I'm talking about today is just one small segment of it. That is great. Thank you so much. I think we're good for today. Very good. Well, thank you, Becca. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.